Med Family is a show about a family journeying through medical school with kids and navigating married life. Tag along to see how we got here and where this journey is taking us. Hello, welcome to another week of our podcast, Med Family. I'm Eric Acker, the host with Karen. Hey, guys. Uh, we've been a little busy. It's been, I think, two, maybe three weeks since our last episode. We've missed two weeks. We've missed two weeks, yes. Um, so we've been doing a few things. It's been <laughs> <laughs> just a few things. So we, we have uh, dug out one of the spare microphones, not even the ones that I like to use, but um, it has okay audio quality on this one. It's not my pro or the nicest one I have. But we dug out a microphone, a cord, and the laptop with charger. So we uh, are going to give this a shot. We're gonna <laughs> we've, been, uh, see, we've been doing a few things. Uh, so I think we last left off. We were getting everything packed up, and we were going to do a lot of crazy maneuvers to try to get into the new house. So what has happened in that time, Karen? <laughs> <laughs> what has happened? Um, well... <laughs> We, let's see here, in about a week and a half span, we stayed at three different homes. One of them being our our own. One of, no. Well, we stayed here, right? We stayed at the Airbnb in We stayed at our Georgia home, then we stayed at our Airbnb. Oh, I guess it's four then. Yeah, it's four. Our Airbnb in Fayetteville, and then we had one night at our house before we went to Atlanta and stayed in an Airbnb in Atlanta for graduation and then we made it back here and we then we had company so (laughs) (laughs) and now we have our house to ourselves and we are trying to get everything figured out where we want to put it but I think we at least have all the beds in the appropriate rooms so far so far Uh, yeah so we (laughs) We packed up the house. Um, big thanks to friends Caleb and Joe Levi, who spent a lot of time with me um, on that whirlwind couple of days. So Joe, especially, he uh, to, to his credit, he kind of kept us uh, alive. Uh, so we we drove to uh, our, our new place in Fayetteville, and Joe drove with Karen just to add a little extra. So Karen can do the navigation well probably not navigation as much as like feed the kids keep the kids happy while joe drove the vehicle i got the peace and quiet in the moving van um which i i soon found out that had a maximum speed of 75 miles an hour so (laughs) i was soon lost by well i wasn't lost uh karen and joe we decided were that I was too slow. Of, uh, they just, just drove, drove past, past me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll see you at Bucky's, I guess. <laughs> but, I mean, it was a good peace and quiet ride. And um, we got to the, the to Fayetteville. We got to the Airbnb, did a, a little bit of car shuffling. We dropped off the van in our, <laughs> our uh, storage unit which I think Joe saw the storage unit and how much was crammed inside of it and how much we crammed inside of the budget van. And uh, he, I think, made a plea for on our behalf. We didn't ask, and we, we still just appreciate 
the Helping Hands is a, a group of LDS people who showed up at our house uh, a couple of days later and helped us empty out that storage unit and put it into our garage. <laughs> so that was a, it, it took us like three trips, but like it was done in three trips in like less than two, three hours, something like that. Yeah. Uh, so that was super helpful. But yeah, me and Joe picked up my truck, drove back to Bonaire or Warner Robins area. And then I spent the night kind of getting some things done, painting. And then I woke up early the next day with knowing that I was going to have a walk through. I was going to, um, oh gosh, I was basically going to need to clean up and have a walk through. I, I tried pushing back the walk through as, um, as late as I could. And, um, I think around I don't know, 11, 12 o'clock, Karen realized that I was a little in over my head on cleanup and getting everything out and uh, everything packed into my truck and cleaning the house that she uh, mentioned it to a few people and Joe and um, Caleb Herman, Humana, I think. I, I never can pronounce his I name correctly. I can't pronounce his last name correctly. Um, but good friends. Uh, I know that sounds a little hollow when you don't know how to pronounce their last name, but uh, <laughs> they showed up and did a lot of cleaning while I was packing the truck up and um, had the walkthrough. Everything went great. Um, I had intentions to finally have my first like official Georgia barbecue. At, like, like the one side of, of the road barbecue. Like, like this like little smokers at the gas station barbecue. I was like, I'm going to have one of these before I leave Georgia. I didn't leave the area until like 8 p.m. So... My plan was to be out of there around noon, and I got out at 8 p.m., so you know how that went. Uh, and then I drove to Fayetteville at eight, starting at 8 p.m., so I got in about 2, 3 2 o'clock. 2 a.m., yeah. Uh, so that was that was lovely. Um, got to our Airbnb. Uh, we our, One of our children has decided that Air, uh, Airbnb equates to destruction, and we must... Uh, we place at least one thing at every Airbnb that we stay at. Um, the first one, he broke a decorative fork, like a giant fork on the wall. So when I, when I pick out places for us to stay, I do intentionally look at like the layout and what they all the pictures have as far as decor because I know our kids are just going to touch everything. And that's what kids do. They, if it's not secured down, it's going to get touched. And it's going to get moved and possibly thrown. And so this one had the least amount of decor and looked the nicest. And <laughs> he still found a way to break something. But to be fair, when we did buy the replacement, all of the reviews were like, all you have to do is look at this and it'll break. So, I mean... Uh, yeah, it, uh, yeah, okay. He, he, uh, he did didn't break have it, to do a whole lot to break it. But he didn't have to do a whole lot to break it. We just spent... I don't know, an hour in, in uh, Hobby, Hobby Lobby, Lobby trying to find this decorative fork. Which no associate, you, you think like an hour looking for a stupid fork, you, didn't you ask for directions? I did multiple times and I had to walk to different parts of the store and still couldn't find it. The only way I could find it is if I zigzagged. And actually I, I had messaged the Airbnb host and was like, hey, look, my son broke this thing. I'm just going to buy it online and ship it to you. And then as soon as I sent it, I looked down. I'm like, oh, there it is. <laughs> so I had to, thankfully, iMessage, you can delete the messages you just sent. So I just deleted it and just said, never mind. I have a, for I have a thing that my son broke. I'm just going to put it back on the wall and it would be good. So 
Yep. Then we went to Atlanta, and he broke a bunch of curtain uh, shades. And so we had to go to Lowe's and buy a bunch of shades of similar value and install them in a house. <laughs> so we had a great time. Well, yeah. I felt ba- So graduation was nice. Um, I felt bad. I know the people in front of us. Hey, they sat in front of a kid. Didn't appreciate our kids, but we did sit in the back. I could hear them from the front. <laughs> At least Just one the of one. them. Just, Just one of the them. One. He, he has the laughs when he gets into When he's places. supposed to be quiet. I don't know. He gets the laughs, but... Um, at least it's not screaming, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how Joe sat next to you guys. I mean, at one point, wouldn't he have just like slinked off to a different place? Like, I don't know. If I was him, I would have probably ditched. Oh, I stood in the back with with our our loud one for about half I know, of but the graduation. Like, but I mean, like, I don't know. I, if I was Joe, God bless him, but like, I would have. <laughs> like, I'm ditching this family going to somewhere else. Like, you guys sat in the way back. There's no way you could see like very well at all. So. But um, it was a good good ceremony. It was a good ceremony. Um, got robed, uh, hooded. I was robe. I was in a robe. You were in a robe. You got hooded. <laughs> I got hooded. Um, so the that kids was kind of have cool. claimed his funky hat. Yeah, the I don't get the the typical graduate hat. I get this like mushroom hat looking thing. <laughs> I don't know. It's very distinguished. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> But they got to just keep the robes, which was cool, in the hood. So that's all That's all well and good, I guess. First yeah. time I've ever walked for a graduation. Um, and it's for a doctorate degree, so that was always nice. And it was it was really good to see a bunch of my uh, former classmates, some I hadn't seen in a very long time. Some it was like I only had a rotation with once, like I think um, Bulo, Dr. Bulo, um, now I suppose. Um, had him, I, had, I did psychiatry with him, like, my second rotation in and I haven't really seen him since uh, just because I, I've seen him off and on here and there in like doctor's lounge but not, not long enough to really chat with him much uh, always happy to see people like graduating and moving on getting getting on with their careers and it was I don't know it was really kind of cool to see a bunch of people um, sometimes you know, you know honestly for some of them it might be the last time I see them not because they're dying but because you know we were in different sides of the country and uh, it is what it is. We'll try to stay in contact with the people we are closest to, but we're all going to start residency and we're all going to be really busy. So it, that is what it is. Um, but it was again, really nice to see a bunch of them. We went out the night before, had a few drinks, nothing too crazy. Mm-mm. No? Okay, I'm just checking with Karen. She went with me. Uh, <laughs> she Eric's was, parents watched the kids, so that was nice. Um, but She was the DD. That didn't well. I we didn't. didn't, we, didn't, we, didn't <laughs> we didn't drink hardly anything. So, um, I think that was the first time I had a tequila shot in a very long time. I, I hadn't had a shot probably in ten years. I don't know. I declined. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> eh, it's okay. Eh. Yeah, I didn't have to pay for it. So that yeah, that's fair. That was a bonus. <laughs> Just was handed to me. I was like, I don't even know where this is coming from. But always <laughs> shouldn't take drinks. Unless you know where it's coming from, but that's okay. Um, uh, but, yeah, so after graduation, we made the drive back, and then my sister and her family came. So we had 12 people in our house. It's very <laughs> Between busy. Between the two families. It was very busy, we but it was nice to see them. Slowly got things organized. Um, 
like we got the beds in the rooms before your sister and their family came. Yeah. They kind of a horrible. Like we moved a bed, and I forgot to move the the Supports. supports for underneath the bed, and so when Karen's sister and brother in law were in bed, they just. It broke. Broke the bed. <laughs> so that was really sad. Uh, they, they let us know in the morning, like, hey, the bed broke. And I was like, oh, okay. So I had to go to Lowe's. And it wasn't very expensive to fix. No. It was just, you know, new wood and whatnot and actually putting supports on it. So I just felt a little embarrassed because, like, they obviously, like, they weren't doing anything crazy on the bed. They just were a little sleeping and the bed broke. So. They thought it was then, funny. Then they had to, like, sleep on the edge of the bed. They didn't want to bother us or something. I don't know. Uh, it woke me up. I didn't. <laughs> but it was fine. did not wake me up. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, but I think our um, after those couple weeks, I don't know. I think Eric and I are just kind of shutting down a little bit. I've been falling asleep everywhere all the time I so <laughs> Eric less so I if I sit still long enough I'll take a nap and fall asleep but my biggest issue right now is I have this long list of stuff I kind of want to get done but not must-haves like there's a the bathtub is has like a little drip and I have what I need to fix it which I think is like a I don't know it's, it's, it's for, for the, the handle yeah. it's for the one of the handles but I need to turn the water off in order to replace it. And I cannot find the water shut off valve to, kill, to save my life. So we this, even is asked day two. The neighbors, this is day two of looking for this. And they said their water <laughs> shut off valve is in a weird, weird spot. But no, Eric and I both walked around the outside of the home. And we checked all inside the home where all the We're normal places. We're going to find it. I it's, know. It's going to be somewhere crazy. But And then we did even go back and look through like I went in the our, attic. <laughs> we went. It should not be the attic. It should not be in the attic, but I still <laughs> went in there. I, like, I haven't looked here yet, so i got to look. <laughs> but we even went back and looked at like our inspection report to see if, because they, they do pictures, right, for things to see if they had taken a picture of it so we could figure out where it was. No. So I have no idea. But we will find it eventually. We'll fix the tub. Because it has a drip. Yeah. I mean, I can sleep through it, but yeah, I don't know if it's loud enough that Karen, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, an iguana would want to commit suicide, but... Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> never mind. I'll, I'll explain that one later. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Eric so. can sleep through just about anything. Last night, so we got a larger refrigerator, and we will be selling the one that came with the home. Most likely, um, well, it's a weird. It's kind of a misnomer. It is it's a misnomer. about the same size. Um, just the, better layout. It's a. It's the French door with the pull-out bottom freezer. It's what we had in Bonaire. Or As opposed to the side by side. This is really. I mean, this is a medical podcast, and now we're talking about appliances. It's fine. But <laughs> this was a good deal. I'm still trying to talk myself into how great this is. Um, we had two people. It took a long time to try to track down an appliance that wasn't a complete and total scam. Because um, there was a lot of them that were like, oh, this is a... A lot of people have messaged me about this appliance. Why don't you send me some money to reserve it? And it's like, no, I'm not reserving something I haven't seen. I'm certainly not sending money to people who won't give me their address. So um, finally got a hold of like two people who were talking to me. At, you know, This is the price range that we were hoping for. 
got it even for like a hundred dollars lower than what uh, it was posted for so I was feeling pretty good but the freezer <laughs> or the the water um, tube from the the water filter to the ice maker is broken so I have a part coming that will fix it initially I was a little terrified because the part was gonna cost like hundred and twenty five dollars and I'm like that wiped away any savings I just I was able to scrape away with this stupid thing, but I found it on eBay for like 16 bucks. So anyway, super riveting for a medical podcast. Um, I was just going to go about how you plugged it in at 4 a.m. this morning and then oh, so it was like chiming beeping at you? every like 30 seconds and uh, Eric's just sitting there in bed going to sleep. But I'm just, I'm like, how is this not driving you insane? <laughs> it's just background noise. It's like white noise for me. It's totally fine. This is why he sets three alarms in the morning, and I'm just like, turn it off. I don't even set alarms anymore. What are alarms? <laughs> I haven't had to be anywhere early in the morning for days. I mean, the kids will eventually wake you up, so you can only sleep in so long. Um, but Eric did get his schedule just like a few hours we, ago. Well, we're, yeah, just a few hours ago, we got the the schedule. It's uh, doesn't really have my vacation time in there, so. I'm either not getting vacation this year or that's, you know, to be determined later. Uh, yeah. But I start with neurology, and I think it's inpatient neurology, so that'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> hey, don't <laughs> let your one... all my trash talking <laughs> like weeks ago about how much I hated the neurology rotation. You hated it because of your preceptor. Yeah. Hopefully this will be better. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. But uh, they... Are they different? That's the question. We're gonna. That's the question we're asking now. That's what we're going to be answering after four weeks of neurology. Are neurologists actually different? <laughs> Every individual is different. What I'm are sorry. you talking I know, about? But like, there's like, there's like the ortho bros, and it kind of holds up. He says he says this, but then on their like. Group chat. Group chat. They were talking about gyms, and I just looked at Eric, and I was like, you're not an ortho, bro. And then he just got all, like, this offended look on his face. Hey, sometimes people (laughs) go to the gym to actually just stay healthy, not to be weightlifters, but, you know. Anyways. Anyway. Eric um, starts um, orientation next week. He he also got the schedule for his two weeks of orientation. So we need to look over that and add all of that to the calendar so I can kind of know when his comings and goings are and what else do we have to do we have a lot to do but do we well I feel like you have a list and I have a kind of list in the back of our my mind but we haven't really compared lists I well I can now it's past the 10th so I can now sign the kids up I can oh, register to homeschool. Yeah, we gotta, because we're gonna do uh, the Eric acronym. No, we're not. Okay, Karen's um, already nixing my brilliant <laughs> homeschool. Can we have to register the homeschool as a name? You have to name your school, even if you're just homeschooling it. Um, so. And it's gonna be the na- the name that shows up on their high school diploma if we were to stay in North Carolina. Right. So but I want it to sound somewhat. I was just normal. going for something that. Spelled out my name, a little Eric acronym, just for fun. But apparently, yeah. uh, my brother-in-law, has, I think we mentioned it, has Scott's Tots, which is fantastic. My, my 
and we mentioned this as well, uh, Acker Crackers, but uh, no. those are all kind of mixed. Probably not the message we're trying to send it, send out there. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so, so you have that to do. I need to do that. I need to order curriculum. Which yeah, I think we have to actually I settle have. on it, huh? Well, I thought we did. Did we not? Remind me. We'll remind me okay. after the podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sure we've talked about a few, and I think I said yes to a few. And so I'm sure somewhere is the correct one, and I'll remember it once you tell it to me. Yeah. But we can talk about that after the podcast. <laughs> Apparently, we have a we curriculum are, picked out. We are still working on getting our kids on insurance. Yeah. Georgia will not let us go. George, yeah, Georgia still doesn't want to let us go. We're not alone. There's a, a friend of ours who are also having difficulties getting off Georgia. You would think that the state after, you know, shelling out some benefits for you after a few years might be like, yeah, sure, we're finally done paying benefits to you. Great. Close and be done with it. Like, it should just be like a button, a giant big button on the dashboard that you just click. And <laughs> Denied. <laughs> not just like cancel, terminate or something like that. Like <laughs> generate all the papers. But for whatever reason, it's like you call and you talk to them. You le- well, you leave a voicemail. You never talk to a human being. Um, you go on the dashboard. You submit all the things. It doesn't. And stick. they they tell you they call you back and they tell you yeah yeah we got it all sorted out. You get your notice in the mail, and you should see it after a day. And you check it after a day, and nothing's changed. So. It's exciting. It's a, a process. And of course, North Carolina doesn't want us to um, be double dipping, you know, which we, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, they don't want to pay if someone else is, is paying. So uh, we're, on, we're kind of in limbo land on that. So that's exciting. Um, it really is not because I really want to get Evelyn in for her shots. Her shots. Judah needs and shots. Judah needs shots. And we would like to follow up with. Xander to get him in for ear, nose, and throat and see if we can't get his ears checked again. Audiologist, all the fun stuff. All the yeah, fun stuff. Got some, got some stuff we need to do. So uh, that's not really, you know, we're not, this is, I guess, the medical family, so this is what we're doing. Uh, just trying to get acclimated to this new area, try to figure out um, where everything is at, and to some degree try to figure out where kind of community we're trying to build um, we already met this this is like hands and shoulders like different than any other place i've lived i guess where like you don't meet your neighbors like in washington we moved to the center uh and i didn't know any of our neighbors after like four or five years of living in that spot um we moved to georgia i think we kind of met one neighbor and they like they gave us something for the kids but like that's it yeah and they really only talk to your parents when your parents visited oh i didn't even know that and like as i was moving out there was one neighbor like two doors down that recruited me to lift some cabinets for her um so i guess there's that but here like within a couple days uh, of us actually being in the house uh they just showed up and there's apparently a gang of girls about our daughter's (laughs) age who are all interested in playing outside and so uh, we met, Karen met them a few days ago, and then uh, I was outside looking for the water main or the water shut off, and I met the husband of one of the, one of the houses near us. So 
we've met some of our neighbors, and that is, and they, they brought us cookies too. So yeah. I didn't have any of them, but supposedly <laughs> they were good. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the kids ate them all. And there that's were when, 12 people in the house. That's when good we luck. had Karen's fam- uh, sister and her family with us, and things got eaten quickly. So. Yeah. But yeah, so we've already met two of our neighbors. And, and there are it, it's four promising girls. that they would they would actually want to talk to us more than just once. So yes. So well, they're mili- the ones across the street are the husband is in the military, so they'll be here for another two years, maybe more, but for sure another two years. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're more like I I feel like they're more likely to make acquaintances in transition. Yeah. And, and be more willing to make friends with you, even though you're also in transition. Whereas sometimes you come to a community and they already have a community and they don't necessarily need your friendship. And they know that you can <laughs> disappear <laughs> after a couple years. So so it's kind of nice. And they're also kind of medical-oriented yeah. in a way, I think. Yeah, the one's wife a nurse, one's is a physical a therapist. Nurse and the husband's a physical therapist. So, so yeah. It kind of, it, again, it's nice to meet your neighbors. Uh, this is probably the most land quote and unquote that we've owned um i'm making plans we'll see if any of it happens yeah i i think that's probably the biggest um disappoint uh yeah disappointment that's uh, we i think we had high hopes that our kids would like love the giant playhouse and slide and they would love being outside he had so much room to run around and one of the kids loves it and the other ones kind of like it but, but the general consensus hot. is it's too hot and it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'd much rather play video games and watch TV, which I kind of get, but I also don't want... I want them to go outside. Uh, <laughs> so it's a process. Yeah. So I think we're just going to try and find the cool times of the day, and that's going to be outside times, and then we may um, do other things. Yeah, so, during the warmer parts. Yeah, I mean, this is a kind of a. I don't know if we're gonna. Have, we have much more to talk about. I mean, we've kind of done a lot in the last few weeks. Um, just. Oh, we did have a phone call with a prospective student. Oh um, yeah. And a couple questions that they had that I thought were. Um, decent and I don't think that we've gone she had lots of decent questions yes but (laughs) I don't think that we've covered is um so insurance when you go to the island oh okay um was one of them that she had asked about and I don't think we covered earlier so I just wanted to kind of touch on it a little bit what did you find out Um, because this was so the we, insurance we, we has... We got this information from... Because yeah. we never use, actually had to use the insurance on the island. We got this from other families that... Yeah. That used it, yes. So um, on the island, you do pay up front, and then you submit a claim to the insurance and get reimbursed. The insurance has changed a couple times since that point, but from what I understand, it still works that way. And then when you visit the U.S., it is... International insurance, however, it is like Cigna or something, and so you you can use it in the U.S. and you should not have to pay up front. It, the whatever office that you go to should be able to bill your insurance directly, and then your charges or what the insurance covers varies depending on whether you are 
overseas or if you are in the States. So when our friends used it overseas, supposedly everything was covered 100%. Um, when they used it in the States, it was more 80 or 90% was covered and they paid the difference. Um, when you say supposedly, what do you mean by that? Well, because you have to submit the claim. Right, so like, did they have an issue? They did have some issues submitting some of their claims, um, but for the most part, most of their pay claims got paid out. Okay. Um, I, that's kind of similar to what I've heard from other people, that sometimes if you go to the hospital on the island, you get kind of the bill for the hospital plus a surcharge for not being a national. And I thought I had heard that that a surcharge wasn't something that the insurance would cover. So it's just something to kind of keep in the back of your mind. Um, and this is where you your budgeting will come in handy if you... Uh, nobody expects to get injured, uh, but if you budget a little bit of money in case you do get injured or uh, those sort of things, you know, life happens, uh, that, you know, you're not going to be destitute and broke. Um, so something to kind of keep in mind. You don't need to budget, I think, tens of thousands of dollars, but having something in the bank uh, in case you have a, a, an issue. Because I think the island will make you pay in cash. Yes. Like, the, you can't just, like, oh, I'll just send me the bill. Like... That's not how the island works. <laughs> they, they will. Um, I think they ask you to come to the business office and like bring the cash with you. And I think one of our friends had to do that. And he had like a suitcase full of like cash because it was. They had to go multiple times because they could only withdraw a certain amount from the bank at a time. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he spent like a week in the hospital and in basically what the ICU was because uh, he landed on his head, uh, <laughs> multiple CT scans and. Good times. Um, not really, but... Not really, but yeah. So um, the other thing that was that kind of goes along with that is medications. And I know the school covers this, but if you are on specific medications, try and bring several months supply because mm -hmm. the island may or may not have the brand that you need, you need or right. want. Um, they most of the time will have a medication that you can take for that issue. However, it may not be consistent. Um, so like I know several of the women were taking birth control, birth control and yeah. every time they went, they got a different, a different kind, which can mess with your moods and your cycles Yeah, especially cycles if, if you're a little more that. sensitive to it, it can be hard to go from one to the next to the next, especially if they're different types and mechanisms as opposed to just generic versus brand or <laughs> yeah so just a couple things to think about um and then uh if you can make some friends with the locals you can learn like diapers are cheaper if you go through <laughs> oh that's right yeah we had a black market diaper <laughs> i mean not black market they were, black they were, market, but they were it felt like a drug deal <laughs> like you set up at a meetup on facebook you would meet someone on some... I mean, I think they actually do deliver to the, the actual... They deliver uh, to the school, school but, but... we were on school campus, so we would meet them at some random road, and, like, I would park, wait for them to show up. They would park. I would get out, hand them the cash. He would throw the stuff in the back of my car, and then we'd shake hands and drive off. Like, it, it felt... The first few times, it felt like a drug deal. Um, <laughs> after a while, I, you know, I got to know the guy, and he was a pretty cool guy, and... 
Um, but the diapers are a little bit cheaper than what you would find in the stores, so it's a pretty good... And like Kirkland and Huggies and other brands like that, so it's always nice. Yeah, um, so um, kind of ask fellow students or previous students resources where yeah. you can find things cheaper because, I mean, it is an island, and it's kind of about who you know <laughs> and whether whether or not you can get a good deal or not. Um, yeah. It's also, if if you are viewed as, um, well, if you're white, <laughs> you can be viewed as you've got a lot of money, so we're going to ask you for it, or we're going to try and ch- upcharge you. Yeah, if you, so if you come it across, can go if you either look way. As, like look very foreign, they, uh, some, some of the people kind of insinuate that you have money, and you get followed around a little bit in the stores, they ask you for money, you know, like, it, it's, I mean, you get that in the States, too, you get people asking, I think you, during the graduation, oh, they we did the rehearsal and, and some people went across the street for breakfast and I went to go join them a little bit later and there was a, ge- a guy, a gentleman that came up to me and said, I don't want money, but can you buy me some food? And I was like, no, nah, I'm not buying food. I'm, I'm like, and he just, he swore at me a few times and then I walked inside and <laughs> he went on his way. It was just like, okay, <laughs> like, you know, um, you are making it a little easier um, <laughs> when you swear at me. Uh, but. But I think that's like that's say, that whole example is just like you get it kind of in the states, you get it in Vinci. Yeah. It's not it's not unique. Uh, I, I wouldn't say it's unique to Vinci, but you do get kind of you do stand out a little bit more um, just because the population is you know majority uh, African or uh, you know island now. So it's just different. Um, what else they mentioned? Oh, they had, I think we talked about books, and I'm sure we mentioned it before. Don't bring don't bring textbooks. I mean, I know this is not sanctioned by the school. The school would encourage you to bring the allotment of books that they recommend and um, assign. Uh, you don't need to. Uh, generally speaking, most of the textbooks, um, there are different editions uh, that are essentially the same that people have on the island. And some people have it in PDF form. So I, I still, I love my iPads. I love my notebooks. Um, not really like written notebooks, but iPads, laptops, uh, you can generally get a lot of PDF versions. You can get Notably, which is a like a handwriting app, get an Apple Pencil or a stylus for whatever uh, tablet you like to use instead. Um, I think Microsoft OneNote works for some people. You can write your notes on that. A lot of times they have uh, hand rec- uh, handwriting recognition software on all of those programs, so you can search based off of what you wrote. And that is really helpful of looking up your notes later as opposed to when you put it in a typical notepad with pen and you go back to look at it and you're like, what was I even talking about on this note? Um, so books uh, really don't don't buy it. And it, books are heavy. <laughs> they take up prime real estate in your suitcase. So just don't, just don't do it. You can buy them on the island for dirt cheap because students uh, on the island that are leaving do not want to take them with them, so they'll sell them to you for reasonable prices. Yeah. Um, and I think that the last thing that she kind of was, the majority of what she asked about was um, they are going to the island with a little, and obviously we went to the oh, island baby. With, with four littles. Um, and Slightly so, different situation. <laughs> but um, <laughs> she was asking like what she should bring versus what she shouldn't bring, and 
in all honesty, bring very little for the baby. You bring your your bottles, you bring your clothes. Pack and play. Pack and play. That should be free. A stroller if you need it for the airport. But you will not use it on the island. I just suggested doing some sort of soft carrier like that's, that's breathable because it's hot on the island. But... Um, you you're gonna walk places, but you're not. You, there's no place for a stroller. I, I would probably say like the car seat, like the infant car seat's probably good if you do. If it, but generally speaking, like she's not coming uh, to buy a car and drive around. Like she's coming to live on one of the student housing campuses and use the busing system to drive to campus. So uh, you don't really need a car seat for that sort of stuff. Um, but maybe it might be nice to have just the infant car seat so you can put the baby in something and carry it. Uh, but your role would work as well. So, um, yeah. So we were just kind of talking through what we thought. Um, in this instance, it's the wife that is a student. And so she was asking about sleep training. She was asking about how to make it work for studying for her. And really, as long as you have a supportive partner, you should be just fine. Cause well, so I, I did want to run that to you. By you. Just, mm-hmm. I know we talked about it, I think, at the time. And I'm not sure if I um, really got to any sort of conclusion. So I think, and this is not meant to sound sexist, so like com- me having four kids, my situation was, wasn't as, I think, uh, tenuous or difficult as uh, a mother coming with children. And again, I don't want that to sound sexist, but... Like she is breastfeeding, so she's on a kind of a certain time frame where she will have to um, stop what she's doing and either directly breastfeed the child or pump or something like that. Um, and of course, a crying infant wakes up. Oftentimes, it's the mom that will wake up with the infant and feed it, and you know that means less hours of sleep at night, um, which could make you more tired during the day, which makes studying harder. Uh, I'm not saying in, in no way should this uh, my statements mean it's impossible. You can't do it. You can't be a doctor if you're a mom. Uh, that's not what I'm saying. But I think there's different challenges. So, like, to me, this was a unique situation. I feel like we did bring kids to the island. Of course, I am a father and I do care about my kids. But it, I think it's a slightly different and more unique situation where the mother is the student. Um, I guess, from your perspective, like how would well, how would you, I guess, attack? <laughs> like, how could you be a very good student and still um, be able to like nurse your your baby? And like, what what kind of adjustments do you think would need to be made, if any? I mean, not honestly. Um, well, so brutally honest, I as much as, and this is this is her choice, and she may choose to continue breastfeeding but brutally honest I I have worked and had an infant I've and I've done the whole pumping thing and use the bathroom to pump (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) this is the nursing room it looks like a toilet yep (laughs) yep um and quite honestly I I would be surprised if she continued along with that choice I would switch to formula because husband can feed the baby at any time. It is very easy to mix up. The baby is getting fed. You have your time because pumping does take time. And then 
you still want that time with your child when you when you are with your child. Um, yeah. But being able to have your husband feed your your child is extremely helpful. Um, to just be like, okay, well, I will, because you can set a schedule that way, where I have the, I'm gonna study until. 11 o'clock at night. I have any feeding up until 11 o'clock and then I'm going to bed and you have any feeding up until 5 a.m., 6 a.m. And then I will feed the baby before I go to school. I will go to school. I will come home and I can feed the baby while I watch sketchy videos or boards and beyond or any of that. I can get my baby cuddle time in. I can feed the baby, but I'm still studying. Those, I feel like a lot of it is going to be how much you guys, you and your spouse can create a schedule that allows you to have that time with your infant and your spouse, but also gives you the freedom to not be home and have the study time that you need. Granted, there, it it really all depends on your baby as well, because some babies are easier than others. <laughs> Um, cause she was talking about a sleep schedule and I've never put any of my kids on a sleep schedule Sleep training. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas I know like Kylie and Brandon, Kylie put, put her kids on a, they did sleep training fairly early cause Kylie did not do well without a lot of sleep. And so most people don't do particularly great <laughs> no. with low sleep. No, uh, if we're honest here. <laughs> no, that, that is very true. But so, I mean, I, I guess what I, I hear, you can tell me if I'm misinterpreting, but it sounds like it's still somewhat similar. Like if, I, if I was asked advice on, you know, how do you do it with kids, a medical school of kids, then you go, okay, well, you just have to be very disciplined. You just, mm-hmm. when you are studying, you need to be studying. When you are home, you need to be home. You need to treat it like a job that you are, you know, trying to excel at. Uh, everything, you know, you need to be very intentional about all your time. And it sounds like it's the same sort of thing in this situation, not very unique. She just needs to be very intentional. It's not impossible. It just means like, hey, when um, when you're home, just spend some time with the kid. But even in this situation, like with one infant, as opposed to, you know, we had four on the island, being home and studying was near impossible unless the kids were asleep. Um, but an infant, you know, it can, can be in a different room with the husband. It can be in a different room with even with you, bouncing on a, a bouncer and not really causing the issue. You could be feeding the infant and watching videos like, like you mentioned. So you don't even have to really leave per se, uh, and it, it, that kind of fits in well with like when I was on the island. Sometimes the lectures um, weren't particularly important to attend. Uh, take that for what you want, <laughs> <laughs> but you could still study and yet and be very efficient with your studying and learning the material that was covered in class. Um, and as long as you're very efficient on your studying, you can still do very well on the exams and be well prepared to take the NBMEs at the end of the term, uh, if that was what your term had. Um, so you could be a great student still uh, and not attend lectures. And so in this case, it's like a you can be very flexible. Also, there's also there's also some wisdom in not marathoning studying. Um, I think there's some science out there that talks about 
um, study in increments of like, I think it's like to half an hour, hour or something like that. Like eight hours straight of studying isn't exactly um, efficient because after a few hours you start losing focus uh, and then it's sometimes good to take short breaks and that can really work in her wheelhouse <laughs> if like short break means feed the baby spend time playing with the baby bonding with the baby uh, spending time with the husband as well or whatever and then back to studying like you yeah. can be very efficient and make it happen so um i guess it's not it's it's slightly different than it, my situation but I, I don't but there's I some think advantages it's, it's in, very in, similar to a, a working mom and i did say since their child will be about four months, I think, is what she said when they move. Um, that's typically when I introduced. It was more than that, but it was like seven months. No, They're four months now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was. I was saying start introducing your your purees at that point and just use it right before bedtime because that tends to. Fuller bellies. <laughs> Fuller mean. bellies means more sleep. So sometimes. that was sometimes. <laughs> so that was my advice there. Um, uh, so I don't know. I think she'll do just fine. They just have one kiddo, and they'll figure it out. It's a little bit harder being a first-time parent, I think, but at the same time, there is more flexibility to that as well. So yeah, it's. I mean, all medical school. It's. I think again, this is true for U.S. medical grads and. IMGs that it really just comes down to your dedication to your craft essentially uh, the US US medical students tend to be great test takers and already kind of very motivated IMGs you kind of have to prove yourself a little bit so if you're dedicated you put in the effort the time uh, whatever that combination or whatever that amount is it really is dependent upon you and your learning style and how well you retain information, how well you take tests, um, you know, take that into consideration. But like if you find the right combination you and do the right amount um, or more, you will be successful in medical school. Um, now that doesn't mean you won't struggle. Um, I've definitely struggled, um, maybe less than others, uh, but it doesn't mean you don't struggle in some ways. You still have a lot of the anxiety and crippling anxieties and <laughs> stresses that everyone has. But um, yeah, I think generally speaking, if you're very motivated and driven, you you do just fine. You get through it. So don't be fooled. Every single med student is super insecure. <laughs> Not that you're talking Y'all about. Y'all are I super so, insecure. Always so confident. <laughs> I failed every single time. I failed. I'm going to have to face the people <laughs> and tell them I didn't pass. <laughs> no, for sure it was a fail. No. All the other wives say their husbands do the same thing. So Yeah, yeah for sure. Anyway, we're going to wrap it up for this week. Um, that was just something. We had that phone call. It was nice. I, I really do appreciate... Um, but I do like having the opportunity to talk to people and um, try to give a little bit of advice so that hopefully when they get there they can learn from our mistakes or anything that we might have been able to glean from our time there. And uh, I just enjoy kind of giving back in that way, hopefully um, to hear of, you know, a few years of great success, success story. <laughs> um, but we will wrap it up for this week. I think next week we... We start orientation, so maybe we'll chat a little bit about that. And, um, yeah, any other random stuff that we have going on, which 
you know, as of right now, I'm looking at a kitchen with two refrigerators. And <laughs> so we will we will be back next week with more. And, and possibly I, I, I do have two special episodes, which Three. could be could be four. Oh, um, so I still have Patrick and his wife, uh, Payson. And then I have Dylan Thomas, which I interviewed a couple weeks ago. Um, and that's a really good one, too. I just need to edit and produce them and then you will have them. Uh, <laughs> but obviously I've been dragging my feet uh, since I haven't even gotten Patrick's done. So hopefully in the near future you will have some of these new special episodes, which I think are um, really good. I, I really in, enjoyed uh, the more Dylan I did recently. Um, that's going to be a two-parter for sure. We talked for way too long. Uh, it was like two hours, and I'm not going to subject people to a two-hour podcast in one go. You get that in two parts. Sorry. Uh, but there's, there's a pretty natural split, I think, in the podcast. So we will talk to you next week. If not, you will hear a special episode. Have a good week, guys. Bye.